0: You're watching Meet the Movie Press, and coming up, we're going to be talking about reboots of The Matrix and The Fly, Mission Impossible 6, and the D.C.E.U. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and
1: interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's
0: Popcorn Talk's Meet the Movie Press.
1: Hello. Good morning, Simon. Hello. Sonny. Nice How are day. you? I'm very good, very busy. You look beautiful. You look radiant. Thank you so much. Are you pregnant? Uh, I, I am. you just glowing. I am pregnant, yes. Um,
0: <laughs> I am Jeff Snyder. You're watching Meet the Movie Press. You can <laughs> hey. find me on Twitter at the Inn Snyder and over at the tracking board, tracking-board.com, where I am the editor-in-chief.
1: Simon? Uh, hello, I'm Simon Thompson. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at ShowbizSimon, uh, Instagram at ShowbizSimon, and I have a Facebook page. This is Simon Thompson.
0: Oh, you're on the Book of
1: Faces. I am That's the wonderful. Book of Faces.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, guys. Guys, we have such a big show today. Yes. There's so much going on. There's never a break uh, mm-hmm. when when it comes to entertainment news. Yeah. and We're coming off South Super By. busy week this I week. We want to talk about some of the reaction to some of the South By movies. Yeah. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. which came out today. Mm-hmm. And you're going to give us the, the box office report. Yes. That's becoming a thing. It is becoming a thing, isn't it? Yes. There
1: should be a website that talks about that stuff and industry stuff.
0: But I'm not going to pull a Rachel Maddow today. I promise the goods, and yeah. I uh, will deliver them right Lovely. off the top of the bat. So we got to talk about yeah. the DCEU. We do.
1: A lot Lot's going, going on. on.
0: Yeah, Aquaman got a new date. It did. There's been a whole bunch of stuff going on, but but let's get the, the goods out of the way. Okay. Get the goods out, Jeff. Okay. yeah. So, this is not a report, because mm-hmm. I'm not reporting it. Okay. It's not on the site. Yeah. It's super early. Mm-hmm. No one's been hired for these jobs. This is just... What I'm hearing, or, you know, a little prediction. Okay. So let's talk about Suicide Squad 2. Yes. Cause, because we have to. Last we heard, uh, well, actually, this week you got a writer. Yeah, when well, nobody was really Boris Kidd the Hollywood Reporter broke that story yeah. about Adam Kozad, mm-hmm. the Legend of Tarzan writer, coming yeah. on to do Suicide well, Squad I didn't 2. realize the Legend of Tarzan had a writer. <laughs> If I'm honest with you, I was like, oh! I If I'm honest with you, I didn't see The Legend of <laughs> Tarzan, so... Don't worry, nobody Forgive else me. did. Uh, Awkward. So Suicide Squad 2, Adam Cozad writing, needs a director. Mm-hmm. Now, they say, it, I think in, in the trade stories, they said that uh, they're going to wait until this new script comes in to yeah. even go after directors. But obviously, we, we've we heard some names already. Mm-hmm. You know, They always say, we're going to wait for a script. Yeah. Nine, nine times out of ten, they never wait for a script. Yeah. Uh, they want the director to give input on the script. That's the whole point. You're hiring the director mm-hmm. to help influence the creative direction of the project. Yeah. So uh, last we heard, it was going to be Mel, or you know, Mel Gibson was sort of the favorite. Yeah. And uh, Justin Kroll at Variety had also reported that they were planning, had met with, or planning to meet with Ruben Fleischer, mm-hmm. Jonathan Levine, Daniel Espinosa. Mm. Uh, I think it's you know if it's Mel's job if he wants it. I think. I think it is. Yeah. But Mel Gibson may not want it. You know, we've heard him. Rail against comic book movies in the past. Yeah. So the name that I have heard, Yeah. who uh, could very well be in the mix
1: John McTean and John McTean and John McTiernan, and John McTean.
0: Jama Call It Sarah. Mm. Jama Call It Sarah. He is a homegrown filmmaker okay. for Warner Brothers. That's where he did House of Wax, mm-hmm. Orphan, Unknown, Run All Night. Okay. Mm-hmm. He delivers hits. On a mid-sized budget. Yep. You know, he can make a lot out of a little. Mm-hmm. Um, he really has only done one movie that I didn't care for, which okay. was probably unknown. I really like Orphan and House of Wax. It's cool and run all night and the shallows. House of Wax. And non-stop. House
1: of Wax I genuinely enjoy and is getting a lot more love these days than it used to get. Like,
0: I don't think he's made maybe a great movie yet. I think Orphan and Run All Night are probably still my favorites. But he hasn't really done a bad movie. No. Certainly not as bad as the first Suicide
1: Squad. It certainly... he, He, at the very least, and I don't mean this in a disparaging way, is a box ticker. In categories A, B, and C, where he has to deliver, he delivers A, B, and C. And I think the biggest problem with Suicide Squad is it would deliver an A and B but not C or C and B, B but, not a. but not A.
0: And it just... It never fired on all yeah, cylinders. I, I get think what you're this saying. Could, yeah. I, th- I just think Jama makes fun movies. The mm. Shallows was fun and it was suspenseful and intense. Very much so. Um, you know, I, d- I didn't love the end of The Shallows, but the, the movie I would I'd still recommend. He's a slick director. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a diverse hire. Yeah. Uh, he just wrapped The Commuter... So yes. his schedule is clear. Like, once the commuter, you know, hits, there's, there, there, he's not someone who's attached to a whole bunch of projects and there's a whole bunch of projects waiting for him to become available so they can get ramped up. Like, mm-hmm. he, he has one other thing on, on his IMDB page. Uh, you know, he, he just worked with... Liam Neeson again on The Commuter, so he has that yep. relationship. And then and also uh, Warner Brothers favorites, Patrick Wilson and, and Vera Farmiga are in that mm-hmm. movie. He is repped at by CAA and Management 360. Mm-hmm. And who do they represent? CAA and Management 360, but Margot Roby. What? Who, you know, has a lot of... Uh, Say, and, and, and Will Smith as well. Yep. CA reps Will Smith. So I think that jean makalat is a very strong contender for Suicide Squad 2. He was also going to direct Akira for the studio at one point. Yeah. So I feel like Warner Brothers Brass already feels that he's ready for a big budget movie. He hasn't really gotten to play in one of those like $150 million budget sandboxes mm. yet. Uh, and I think that jean makalat is definitely someone... Who you should keep an eye on, um, and is at least right up there with with Rob, Ruben Fleischer and Daniel Espinosa and Jonathan Levine. And by the way, Espinosa and Levine, the buzz on their movies is not very good. Mm. Uh, on Life and Snatched, I'm seeing Life next week. Oh, great! I'm so, glad. I'm glad somebody got an invite. I, just, I still haven't. I've been trying to interview Espinosa. I, you know, I don't. I don't think it. It looks okay. Life. Yeah, I'm, I'm, curious but I'm curious to curious. see it. Yeah, and yeah, and really I like curious. his stuff, so I tried to get an interview with him. Silence. So you know what? Whatever. You don't, want, you don't want me to see your movie. I won't see your movie. Thank you. Hey, it's a Blue Apron thing. I'll do that. We'll read that. We'll read yeah. that shortly. Sticking. So, so, so Jean would you be cool with that? Yeah, I'd be very cool with that.
1: Like you say, I mean, I, I'm I, his, his, work has never sort of blown me away, but it's always been very satisfying and satisfactory and it's delivered what I wanted. So it's like ordering a pizza. You get a pizza. I'm very happy. I ordered a pizza and that's what I got. So yeah, I'm fine with that.
0: I just think he, he's, he's earned a shot and, uh, yeah, if it, if it doesn't, if Mel turns it down or, you know, they don't go with Mel, keep your eye uh, out for that guy. Liam Neeson in as the Joker's dad. <laughs> Just saying. Hey, not bad. Just not a stupid idea. Um, elsewhere, yeah. So, Justin had tweeted uh, yesterday about uh, five possibilities that that uh, Warner Brothers could try to put in production sooner rather than later. Yep. And it was like Gotham City Sirens and du- the Dark Universe mm-hmm. uh, stuff, and a couple other possibilities. And one of them, one one was Flash, which I still it doesn't doesn't have a directory. yet. Does it? No, Flash. Not that I'm, Jesus not that I'm aware Uh, Okay, this one doesn't have a director either, but it has a writer and it has a producer, and what if they're one in the same? I'm hearing David Goyer Mm -hmm. could very well wind up directing Green Lantern Corps himself. Okay. Um, When you look at screenwriters who are Mm. about... who are taking the plunge uh, and and they're just directing these movies on themselves. We we saw rumors uh, last month that Simon Kinberg Mm. was going to direct the next X-Men movie. We did. We discussed that, We've seen Christopher McQuarrie take over the Mission Impossible franchise. David Goyer is responsible for this entire DC universe. Mm. He wrote Batman Begins and Dark Knight. He Mm. wrote Man of Steel. Mm. Like, he is the architect, if you will. And so... And, and he has directing experience, mm. uh, not just you know comic book movies which she did Blade 3 but you know outside of comic book movies Kinberg doesn't have any directing experience so yeah. Gory already has this sort of leg up on him there he is writing and producing Green Lantern Corps mm-hmm. so it's just very well you know what I've heard one of those situations where he could be like listen I, I think I may be the best guy for the job like nobody knows this like I do you talk about Macquarie taking over the, um, uh, the, Mission, Impossible. the Mission Impossible franchise I would like
1: to see him do um, a, a DC movie Dude, Mission, I would awesome. love to see him love, I'd love to see him I, obviously he's, him. Not ne- he's not in the he's not in the pot for it Right now that we know of, but mm-hmm. I would love to see his Suicide Squad too. Because to me, I mean, again, he's he's someone who perhaps sometimes delivers more than I was hoping for with movies. Chris McCoy's I really like
0: usual it. suspects, but with yeah. Suicide Squad characters, yeah, I think I totally go for that. That'd be fucking sick. Yeah. Uh, but he's going to be busy with Mission Impossible. He six, is, so. yeah. Which we'll uh, get to later on. But so so Goyer, I mean, you know, Goyer also had a hand in writing Godzilla. Like yep. that is another huge yep. Warner Brothers. You know, there's DC, and then there's the MonsterVerse. So he's mm. important to that universe too. He just carries a lot of weight on the Warner Brothers lot. And and I don't know if you you can bet that if Simon Kinberg does end up getting that X Men job, that Goyer is going to argue he's earned the same shot to direct to direct one of these movies. Yeah, that's there's, that.
1: There's, there, whether you agree with it or not, and we're seeing very mixed reaction in the chat. You know, certainly that is a not unreasonable conversation to have. Whether or not it goes anywhere, and it's not an unexpected conversation to have. Yeah, at this point, I, I, I so don't so. I don't think so. Maybe they'll
0: get. You know, a, I'm not a saying big name happen, director, but, but yeah, I, I think you guys have to be prepared for that possibility. Yeah. That's and at all. the end
1: of the day, we don't have any say in it. It's up to what the studio wants to do. So we can, you know, throw a tantrum, piss our pants, throw our food at the wall. I don't
0: know how people can be upset about the guy who wrote Batman Begins and eh. Dark Knight. I mean, no, but I'm sure someone somewhere will be upset. <laughs> Uh, of course, let's, it's the internet. <laughs> let's just, yeah, well, let's so just you, remind people that
1: yeah. we are taking calls today, so let's give the number out. We, we are taking calls. Yeah.
0: What What is the number? Uh,
1: it's 424-253-0504. I believe that's going to be on the bottom of the screen as well. Uh, 424-253-0504. And
0: Simon, what's your cell phone number?
1: Uh, it is
0: uh, <laughs> 1-800-HOT-LOVE. <laughs> Uh, you yeah. know, I thought, I thought that was you when I dialed that yeah. last night. 911 buns. Let's stick with Warner Brothers. Okay. Let's stay up in Burbank yep. and let's talk about the news that came out this week that mm-hmm. they must have, they couldn't have been happy with this leak. This is a bad leak. It, okay. it, did, it was not positioned well, reaction was not fake enthusiastic. News, fake
1: news. Yeah. Uh,
0: the Matrix is yep. being rebooted, mm. and apparently Michael B. Jordan is being sought to star. I happened to watch The Matrix literally the night before on a cross-country flight. Um, What a movie. It's a great movie. Lo- love that Matrix movie. What do you make of a reboot? And and apparently the the Wachowski siblings are not going to be involved. Uh, maybe as executive producers, you know, since they created uh, again, it. Again,
1: some people are getting bent out of shape about that. But I'm like, I'm not surprised that they're not involved. It's very rare that when you reboot something like this, the original directors will come back and have any great involvement in it. Like you say, maybe exec. Is that is that whiskey? Are you... I, I don't drink hard alcohol, so so no. <laughs> no you don't drink it. You own it. Um, yeah, so it's uh, you know I I was not surprised you know when people were saying oh my god oh, they're not involved but that was no surprise to me. Um, where do I stand on this? I don't think we need it, but I don't think whether we need it or not is going to be is going to be a factor. I think if Warner think that they can have another strand which is going to make the money. I think they're just gonna do it. I mean, but why not? I mean, I mean,
0: I, I get that. I get that your job as a studio executive is to yeah. make money for the studio, and this is a franchise that has been lying dormant since mm-hmm. 2003. It's very well loved.
1: You could really do some interesting things with it, bearing in mind how sure. technology, computer science, etc., has done it.
0: Sort of get you know, get their heads out of their own asses. Like, I mean, those last two movies just introduced these weighty ideas yeah. that it, they were they were a mess. Those major sequels yeah, had some amazing movies. action sequences, yeah. you know, but they were a mess. Uh, so I, I'm okay with them not bringing back the Wachowskis or having them be creatively involved. I don't think they should. Uh, aside
1: from perhaps in smaller cameo roles, I don't think they should bring back um, Lawrence Fishburne or Keanu Reeves either. I Just, right, think just go do for clean, clean reboots so, within
0: the universe. So we've heard two two different things about this: mm-hmm. that that Zach Penn could be writing a treatment, yep, and that uh, Deadline said that they uh, had heard. A writer's room was being formed. Yeah. Both are interesting. Uh, Now, what I've heard is that studios, maybe not necessarily with this. I haven't heard this about The Matrix specifically. Mm. I've heard uh, just that studios in general are really going to start adopting the Rogue One model. Okay, Where they are going to tell, uh, like, a sort of you know, a a smaller story that's set in one little corner of a universe. Mm. You know, so rather than doing a Matrix reboot... Maybe Michael B. Jordan is playing a young Morpheus. Like, I think we all assumed he was going to be the new Neo. Maybe this is a, a Morpheus movie, and how Morpheus got to be the guy yeah. who, whose job it was to search for the one. Like, how did that even happen? Do you know what? I like that idea, and I'll I'd be on board with that. Put me in the fucking Raiders room. But, I mean, Star Wars are doing that. It's
1: worked very, very well for the Cloverfield universe, of which we're going to have a third movie coming soon. I, You know, I think I would rather see that. I would rather give over my 15 bucks to see that
0: than I would a straight reboot. Here's Here's my question, like, man, if I was Warner Brothers mm-hmm. and I'm doing the Matrix reboot, I need to first of all, I need to control that announcement better, but I'm making a movie about Trinity, mm-hmm. or, or or why a woman, you know, a woman should be the one. Yeah, it's such a great opportunity. Um,
1: and that again is increasingly likely because we are seeing this trend. I think is justified entirely of seeing more female-focused, strong right. female. So that would this is a be great, another great idea, a great not? chance uh, mm.
0: to do something just different with with the Matrix reboot. Yeah, um, is there anyone who you would like to see take over the Matrix? I think if
1: we were going, if we were going down the early days thing, I would like to see. Um, I've, we, we talk about him a lot on the show, but Mahershala Ali play a younger version of Lawrence Ooh, young Fishburne. Morpheus. Ooh, yeah, that's, I kind of like that. Oh, I think that because I think his just whole demeanor, I think would work, and his delivery would work absolutely flawlessly as a transition. Mm-hmm. So I would like to see him as a young Morpheus. That would be cool. Who'd you get to play a young
0: Neo? I, I mean, I would, I would just do something different. That- Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart as Neo. Take a blue pill. (laughs) Which
2: (laughs) pill? (laughs) Which pill?
0: Blue pill? My parents think you're hilarious, by the way. Ready? They need to get (laughs) out more. I mean, I appreciate it. They're like that Simon. He's he's a real talent, Jeff. You could learn from him. (laughs) Um, The playlist had some interesting names. They they, they did like a list of 10 people who could take over the Matrix. Half half the suggestions were completely ridiculous. But the the other half were were, were interesting. One Mm. was uh, Sam Eshmael. Yes. uh, Mr. Robot. Yeah. uh, Dan Trachtenberg, who ended up getting a job yesterday. So we'll talk about that. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought Alex Garland would be an interesting choice. Yeah. Ex Machina. The Duffers. Yeah. uh, The Stranger Things guys. And maybe uh, Leech and Stahelski, the the John Wick guys. That Mm. would be kind of cool. Yeah. I think so. I don't You know. Maybe you could have Neo sort of... Cameo and at at the end of a movie like this, but yeah, I wouldn't want him to like come back and be training a new. No, I one think we should or... just. No, I think we should do something different. You know, I, think... I love Michael. Love the idea of Michael B. Jordan, though. I just, I just don't know if no, I... I think he's great. Like, what if Michael B. Jordan was like a- Agent Smith? Like that would be fucking cool. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you imagine? I, I, hey, <laughs> I, I was talking with a friend last night about yeah. Agent Smith and and. Uh, I'll tell you after, but we had a good riff. Anyways, should we move this along from from The Matrix? Is there yeah, anything else you do want it.
1: to say? Can I, can I do, we're talking about scoops and stuff earlier. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to give a bit of credit where credit is due this week. Last two, week on two, the show, we were talking about Samuel L. Jackson uh-huh. and the fact that he wanted to join John Wick 3, which, of course, Lawrence Fishburne is in. Uh, he's certainly uh, John Wick 2 uh, and is likely to be in John Wick 3. Um, kudos to uh, Screen Rant slash film. Uh, New York Daily News. We made the New York Daily News this week. Uh, also, ComicBook.com, Yahoo Movies, Flickering Myth, and Joe Blow, who all picked up on the Samuel L. Jackson story um, that I dropped last week. So about you're John giving credit where credit is due is to you. <laughs> no, I'm giving credit where credit is due to them actually so the giving credit, credit for where the us. story came Thank from. Thank you. No, we which always, a lot of people in the industry do not do, and we, it's appreciated. We always appreciate it. Yeah. Um,
0: a lot of I people mean, steal these stories and they says, don't give a source. They don't give a credit. some of it, this is just for the podcast like it's not you know people are going to write news articles about this DC stuff that I just said and it's like it's not they don't have directors this is just a prediction yeah but of what could happen yeah but the we future. know that
1: Sam wants to be in it and it's very that they were your thing's different three, than so, mine I'm saying
0: but but uh, yeah but I just
1: want to say I mean credit a lot of people don't credit in the industry these days they nick a story they just rewrite it and claim it as their own and I just want to say thank you you gave credit to me and meet the movie press, and we really appreciate it. So thank you. Yes. Uh, listen, there's even
0: more. We're not even done with Warner no, Brothers. We've we've got stay so stuff. Let's, let's, let's get stay back to at that. the DC yeah. EU. Jesus Christ. Uh, there were rumors this week that Warner Brothers wants Matthew Vaughn to direct Man of Steel yeah. 2. I'm very much down with that. Very I much. I mean, uh, who isn't down with it? But, like, that's, that's. Do I think we need Man of Steel 2? No, I don't. I don't... I, I'm not saying we need it or not. We're going to get another Superman yeah. movie. Um. If anyone could direct it, yeah, I think we'd all love Matthew Vaughn. And then I love the report was like, well, even if he doesn't do it, Warner Brothers wants him to do something. Like, So a studio wants he's to not, be in business he's not gonna be with Matthew Vaughn. That's yeah. not really a no. surprise. They all do. Uh, so this story, we picked it up at the tracking board. I was not in the office that day. Okay. Uh, You're a very busy man. I, I was out because my brother got engaged this weekend. Congratulations. She said yes. Awesome. It was very exciting, and I wanted to be there for that uh, lovely moment. That's now being adapted for the big screen, I <laughs> yes, believe. Yes, exactly. Yeah. J- Jor and Lore. Yes. Um. So Matthew Vaughn, we, we did report that, but I, I would have mm. told myself probably to to stand down on that. It's just, it's like a, a general interest story. They like Matthew Vaughn up to on the lot. They mm. love him to do one of their DC movies, or basically anything that they have, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay.
1: I, I mean, I read that and I was like, yeah, that makes perfect sense and something I'm very comfortable with. I mean, does I, he want to do
0: that? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I suppose, I mean, kick-ass he's done. He did X-Men movies, uh, you know, Kingsman is, but, but, might as well be a fucking superhero movie. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you, is this what Matthew Vaughn got into directing for? I
1: don't know. But when someone dangles a massive check in front of you and, and a massive franchise, if it goes out very well, it's a difficult thing to say no to. Yeah. You know? and he could he could walk it he could literally it would be an easy project for him he could do some really interesting exciting things with it and he could walk it um his his strength i think as a director comes from the fact that he can make very simple things very clever and very effective by not by not, you know, gilding the lily, by not polishing the turd too much, right. he can just make things sing very easily. And I think for him, he would be, he'd take to it super simple. Super, super simple. Matthew
0: Vaughn's a great director. Um, yeah. I'm down to see anything that he puts out. And I'm looking gotcha. forward to uh, King, yeah. the Kingsman sequel. Mm. Before we get to the Aquaman and all that stuff, yeah. uh, let's let's stay with Superman. Yes. Henry Cavill. Yes. Joining Mission Impossible 6. Yes, please. Do we know what the role is? Was that announced last night? Uh, I'm not aware
1: that we know what the role is. Here's might. Take on it. Yeah. I think we could see him transitioning to take over from Tom Cruise. Oh Here's my take. Hot take. Wow, you think
0: that he's being set up like wow, that's interesting. Yeah. That is pretty interesting. That's that's just my hot take on it. That was the first thing that occurred
1: to me. Hmm. That would make sense. I honestly had as much as I I could watch anything. Tom, Tom Cruise could that. literally read. He could stick him reading a grocery list on YouTube, and I'd watch that shit. For we could hours. watch it together.
0: Yeah, brilliant. We'd have, we'd have we'd love that. I I don't know if Henry Cavill will be the villain in this. I think he would sort of be a, a formidable matchup. He would for be. Tom Cruise. Yeah, I had also see them being related i could see him being like ethan hunt's younger brother who like ethan like left behind when he like went off to yeah. become a special agent that would work you know and, and, and the brothers like i needed you back then where, like, where those were, we're tough years mom was dying <laughs> <laughs> um so i again i don't know where henry cavill fits see, in this mission impossible is, is, puzzle is changed but...
1: mission impossible six to days of our lives <laughs> yes that, that's what I've I'm been not trying even your to do brother all along. I'm
0: your sister. <laughs> Tears off the mask. Exactly. Reveals but, his. Hey, I l- I loved Henry Cavill in Man from U.N.C.L.E. I think that's the best thing. Yeah. that I've seen him in. I loved him in that, where he could be loose and charming, and uh, mm-hmm. so I'm all for that addition. Good on Paramount.
1: No, I think it's great, and I think it really it elevates. I think with with Cruise with him, and I think with Rebecca as well.
0: I think it really gives that a really strong. Top line. and they have renner coming back and yeah. simon Pegg, and yeah. uh, this girl from the crown all right back to the dcu mm-hmm. holy shit jesus christ a lot going uh, on aquaman yeah got a new date they mm-hmm. pushed it two months from october to december why did they do that because avatar 2 moved so that opened up right was that it that i is believe right? so yes yeah. so avatar 2 moves yeah aquaman's like shit let's make a play for christmas now they're going head to head with animated spider-man Yeah. Mm. So then Sony puts a Venom movie where the Aquaman movie used to be. You can stick to your Venom movie where Aquaman used to be. Then they because uh they had just just dated the girl in the Spider's Web on yeah. that date. Yeah. So now they're going to move Spider's Web back 2 weeks to go head to head with Jungle Book Origins. So that is two Warner Brothers Sony showdowns, mm-hmm. Jungle Book Origins and Spider-Man which obviously appeal to different people, and an animated Spider-Man and an Aquaman, where mm-hmm. you could have some overlap. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting to see if Sony moves its animated Spider-Man movie, which we yeah. still haven't heard anything about mm. um, now that Aquaman is there. What do you make of this? Uh, movies move around all the
1: time in schedules. Yeah, why the, do they, are they even two, bother dating them? Two months is not that, yeah, that big a deal. I can get it why they do want to do some of these these showdowns. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fine. It's not like they're moving any of the movies to bury them or have an excuse. And this happens sometimes with scheduling. You put a film up against a movie that you know it can't match. And then you go, oh, wow, that's a shame. I didn't see that mm-hmm. happening. We didn't do very well. It's not one of those moves. Um, I, 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 do, I don't think... We don't get... As much of this as we used to, where you had two big movies opening on a weekend, we tend to get. There tends to be one that's going to rule the roost, and then the others. Two big comic book movies. Yeah, and I, I'm, it's. I think it makes it a bit more exciting. You know, I, I genuinely do. I mean, yes, okay. I mean. Put it this way: I don't think it's going to cannibalize either audience because if you're someone who's going to go and see both of these movies, which usually they are, mm-hmm. you know, audiences will do that. They will go and see one one weekend and one the next, which means it's going to balance out. And I think then you get some people who will go and see both of them at the same weekend. So I don't think it's sure, going to do Do it back to back. There's no reason for it to be a deficit at the box office. I mean, there might be a slight change, but nothing like you know. Is there? Is massive. there not a
0: Star Wars movie that December? Like, well, I thought there I'm was, confused. but I don't know. I Maybe mean, there wasn't. Because of Avatar 2. Yeah. They were like, we're going to respect the champ, so to speak, and yeah, steer but, clear. Yeah, but I mean, Avatar 2 is another interesting thing. I mean, that's moved around, you know...
1: You know, I just... I don't know if there's the fire in the belly from the audience for Avatar
0: 2. I would just say... I mean, we're going to say there isn't, and then it's going to make, like, $2 billion
1: again. But, yeah, uh, I mean, it probably will be very successful, but I, I just... They're moving that
0: around like, you know, a, an old person in a nursing home. Yeah, you guys got to like, wait for the first casting announcement to, to know that that's actually coming, yeah, you know, the following year. Yeah, I from, mean, I,
1: to, to be honest with you, I mean, I think it's interesting moves. Um, I think, if anything, it's it's probably a benefit, um, you know, because it does mean we have these exciting clashes that we don't get so often anymore. Um, but no real surprises. I mean, it's not like they're pulling from a, you know, a summer and putting it to a, a February or pulling it from a, you know, a Christmas release and yeah, sticking no, it somewhere. Yeah, they're giving it a prime slot in the middle yeah, of the holidays. I think it shows
0: faith that, in the products. I think that they're very confident in Aquaman. Yeah. Um, We'll see how Wonder Woman goes. At the goes. end of the day, with
1: the DC universe, it really does not pain to actually have a bit more time and attention paid to some of these films because they do need to nail a, a you know a DC movie that entirely delivers, not just for the hardcore fans, mm-hmm. but for the people who aren't the hardcore fans
0: who come away and have that same feeling they do from a Marvel movie. Uh, what did you make of Sony doing a Venom movie? Like, I know that that's sort of been discussed, it has and then been, yeah. Alex Kurtzman was going to direct it, mm. and Exhibitor Relations tweeted that Alex Kurtzman's still directing it, mm. but I know he has his hands full with the month with the, the, the classic monster universe yeah. up at Universal. So then Boris came in and said, no, wait, he's actually not directing it. So now that's an uh, an open directing assignment as well. Do we do we need a Venom movie? Like who's who plays Venom? Is it going to be Donald
1: Glover? Okay, here's here's my take on it. Do we need a Venom movie? No, but I think one of the biggest issues with the fact, certainly from the Spider-Man part of the Marvel Universe, is that a lot of the movies have the, the villains have not been completely or, or as well developed as they could have been, and sometimes the films it's have been overstuffed, overstuffed yeah. with villains. So I think to actually Jinx. Jinx yeah. Uh, you shit, I can't talk now. Um, and so, basically, I think what they're doing actually making the decision to give a villain the chance to breathe so we actually get to know these person before they kill them off in two minutes and 20, <laughs> two hours and 20 minutes, you know, and go, hey, oh, dad. Um, I think is actually a really good idea because I think there's A, there's money to be made, and B, mm-hmm. I think to have a really well drawn, pardon the pun, and characterized villain. Within that part of the universe is no bad deal. It's worked in other areas of the Marvel universe, and I think it's a
0: good thing to have here. They've been trying to do this for a long time now. Uh, mm. Again, I think it'll come down to who they get to direct this thing. And I didn't think Topher Grace was terrible as as Venom. I mean, okay,
1: he's never going to be the top. <laughs> of let me let me
0: break this news right now: Topher Grace is not coming
1: back to no, play I'm, Venom. I've given. I I absolutely. <laughs> I'm just, agree no, with I'm you just on teasing that. you, but I'm just saying I don't I don't think that I don't think he was the the, the worst. Certainly of the the villains in Spider-Man movies, he was
0: certainly not the worst uh and and, and before we ta- start taking calls let's yeah. just wrap in that uh cool. the batman thing that they're they're rewriting the batman, batman. yeah uh, from the start uh
1: delayed uh script being rewritten from scratch right no real surprise that does sometimes happen um i think there'll be a few people with a little bit of hurt feelings um hurt
0: feelings. Well, well it'll be interesting to see if joe manganello ends up staying in this movie if deathstroke is still a villain or whatever
1: yeah I mean that would be a big change maybe they'll catch them to something else maybe they will but I think you know it's no real surprise I think they do want to and I think there's a pressure on them to really get these things right as I I said earlier Um, so it's no real surprise there might be a few bruised egos and it's an expensive process to do that yep but you know, if you if you want to do it right, it's the best decision.
0: All right. So uh, before we're gonna we're gonna start taking calls now. Yeah. Let me just throw out some more topics that we're probably gonna cover later in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anything you, that we just talked about, feel free to call in. Yeah. There's also J.D. Diller doing the fly, a yep. Godzilla vs. Kong, writers' room, a whole bunch of news with the Rock. If yep. you've been paying attention this week, uh, the, the the girl with the dragon tattoo and Rooney Mara not coming back. Yeah. Uh, new project for James Mangold, Tom Hardy, Justin Lin, Jennifer Aniston, John Krasinski, and Emily. Blatt. Working together, mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, three Yoda in the Last Jedi, all Ooh. kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. So let's start taking calls now. Simon, what's that uh, number again? The number is four two four two
1: five three zero five zero four. So four two four two five three zero
0: five. We'll take some calls then. We'll, then we'll do Blue Apron. We'll take some. Yeah, uh, finish absolutely. up with some more yeah. calls. Like okay. anybody calling? Anybody who wants to talk? Say it once more, Sam, because I'm going to type it out now. Okay, it's four two four.
1: Yep. Two five three. Yep. Zero five zero four. Well, while we're waiting for somebody to come on the line, I'll talk about Blue Apron because obviously, you know, one of the reasons that we're able to do shows like this is because we have sponsors for the shows and it's really, really important and what also helps us is for you to tell everybody about how much you like me, the movie press. But thanks to Blue Apron, which is the uh, number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country, uh, their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone uh, and achieves this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients and building a community of home chefs. Now, obviously, in the political landscape right now, there's a lot of talk about keeping, you know, creating local jobs, creating industry within the U.S. and certainly for food producers, this kind of thing really, really helps. They've established partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries and ranches across the United States, which means that, you know, they think their seafood is uh, sustainably sourced, um, beef, chicken and pork come from responsibly raised animals, you know, it's all from here in the U.S., which is great. Um, so if you want to do that, what you need to do is get involved. Uh, not all ingredients are created equal. They give you the certain amount of ingredients to make the right meal, which means you also so keep the waist down. So here's what you have to do. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash meat. That's blueapron.com slash meat. And then you get your first three meals for free with free shipping. Blue We've apron, got a call. A go. Thank okay. you, Blue Apron, Yeah, guys. thank you so much. We really appreciate Let's it. Let's take
0: that first call. Caller. <laughs> hey, who's this?
1: Hello? Hello? Yeah, we can hear you. Yes, you're on.
3: Uh, this is uh, uh, meet the press guys.
0: Meet the movie press. Yes, what's meet up, the press brother? guys? Yeah.
3: Oh my goodness! Thank you so much. Uh, this is my uh, first time caller. Sorry, I'm a little nervous.
0: <laughs> it's okay. What's on your uh, mind?
3: Yeah, i mean, um, Okay, well, so you gave like a pretty much an hour long segment on DCU. So let's stick to DCU, shall we? Okay. Uh, so it's about the Flash and Essie. I've mean, a listener, and I want to talk about uh, the Flash movie versus the TV show. Now, I have friends who love Grant Gustin, and they were upset that he's not going to be in the movie. They, they want him as the Flash in Justice League and his own movie. And I tried to explain, though, this is a different Flash with Ezra Miller. So, it, maybe Jeff will playing why...
0: Why can't Grant Gustin be in the
3: movie? Even
0: though the, uh, I love the, uh, the TV show, even though it's been all right, uh, going down the hill there. All right. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, but, the, Ezra Miller's cast as The Flash, yeah. uh, th- that's its own thing up mm-hmm. here in the DCEU. The TV thing is completely separate, yep. uh, done by separate people. Grant Gustin, yeah. uh, sure, he's a nice guy and that he works on television, but uh, he's certainly uh, not movie Flash material. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, so yeah. not not much else to say about that.
3: Yeah, I like, try to say it's separate, but it's like he's so great as a player. Why we have to be casting?
0: But like, yeah, those, those Ezra, are the
3: breaks. But a,
1: a Yeah, that, it just
0: boils down to box office power, and you know Ezra's got more. Yeah, that, you know, that, yeah, he's, he's you know they're invested in his future with the yep. Fantastic Beast movies. But thank you for calling. Let's take uh, another call. Do we have any?
1: Hello, who's this? I don't think we do. No. Okay no problem uh, no problem okay so uh let's uh, we've talked about d c u let's talk about marvel uh James Gunn this week saying that there's uh there's going to be a Guardians Three which you can file that under the Pope being Catholic and bear shitting in the woods um, not surprised by this at all, obviously not an official announcement from from Disney or Marvel on this um I'm assuming then that Guardians Two is going to have some sort of an open end where that's going to tie either in a post-credit sequence or in the story where something's going to be left open for this third film to pick up on, I would assume. What do you think, Jeff?
0: Um Guardians, uh, I mean, inevitable. Guardians too, yeah. looks like it's going to be huge. Yeah. Looks like a ton of fun. I've been listening to that Fleetwood Mac song that's in the trailer mm-hmm. all uh, all week long, Um yeah, I don't have any plot details or anything to share about Guardians of the Galaxy 3 other than you can bet your ass it's coming. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson this week dropped that Red Skull,
1: um, apparently accidentally he dropped that uh, Red Skull may be returning um, in future um, Avengers movies. Um, not surprised. I mean, I, I liked um, when Hugo Weaving was in the first, uh, as Red Skull in the first Captain America movie. Genuinely enjoyed that character. Um, I've actually been a little bit disappointed that he he hasn't popped up and really kind of hasn't been mentioned at all since that first movie. Um, uh, red. I don't know. Red Skull,
0: uh, he didn't do much for me. No? No. Why was that? I thought the first Captain America, like it was like half of a good movie. I really liked the first half. And then once the... I feel like the villain sort of took over the second half. Um, yeah. The Red Skull whatever. I think at that point,
1: though, Cap was kind of a character that they didn't really know what what they wanted to do and how serious they wanted to... He's, how deep they wanted him to go he, in the Marvel universe. But he really, you know
0: He just he, he's just sort of menacing in the same note over and over, Hugo Weaving. Yeah. No. It's a good note though. Great note. Great note. But uh yeah, whatever. Um characters return to mo- to franchises, yada yada yada. Speaking of which, Yoda. <laughs> yes. Uh Yoda is obviously, Yada 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 the juice. Yada yada yoda? Yada, yada yoda. <laughs> we have wait, we have another call before okay. we get into Yoda. Cool. Ooh. Hello, caller. You're on Meet the Movie Press. Hey, guys.
3: It's Stephen Lemieux.
0: Hey. What's up?
3: I just wanted to call you guys some mean names, Jeff, and tell you guys you're doing a great job.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. We uh... One of
3: the most renowned shows on the network, and I just wanted to call in (laughs)
0: because
3: I haven't a while tell you
0: guys how much i appreciate you guys being on the network we appreciate your support too yeah uh it's not often we get these calls that's really nice (laughs) you you know steven uh so yes thank you steven um i know i I feel like where are the callers this is why we don't take calls we only get one call we have to have like our, our friends call in um well thank you i mean is there anything that you'd like us to talk about
3: um, You're in charge. You can talk about how great I am, but I'm not... You sure. are a very fantastic. handsome
0: man, devilishly handsome. I'm surprised you, you've been letting <laughs> me in the skills. building all, all these years. <laughs> um, all right. Well, th- th- thank you, Steven. We're going to move on to our Star Wars chat.
1: All right.
3: Take care,
0: guys. Bye. All right.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, so, Yoda. Yoda. Frank, <laughs>
0: this is Frank Oz who yeah. gave this gave
1: this up? Yeah. Apparently, he accidentally confirmed that Yoda's going to be in The Last Jedi, which, again, is kind of far that undo, not you know, not in entirely surprised i mean i said this completely unprovoked a couple of weeks ago that i thought yoda was gonna factor somewhere i can't imagine so the, the restraint
0: focused. it took lucasfilm and, and jj to keep him out of the first mm. movie uh force yeah. awakens um i think also
1: oh my god we'll take that call in a second but i just think that it's it also i don't think they did particularly great job with yoda in the prequels, so i think it kind of gives them a chance to they dust gotta and they gotta sell some merch yeah. yeah let's take a call Hey, who's this? This
0: is Meet the Movie Press. Hello? Hello. You're on Meet the Movie Press. Hello? Hi. Hi.
2: Oh, can you hear me? Yes, you are on. What's your name? Hi. Hi. Guy Patterson from... Cool. All the way on the other side of the world. All right. right. I was going to ask a question. So... Who runs DC?
0: <laughs> who runs DC?
2: Seriously,
0: like uh, no one's running it. Isn't no one? is like, it Jeff Johns and John Berg?
2: Should it be one person? Should it be one twenty people <laughs> who have like no vision? I'm sorry, I'm just <laughs> passionate fan. I want them to just do right. I mean, it's, see, it's here, so simple. Swords material is in front of you. Swords material is in front of you. Just use it. It's it's like, come on. You got great actors out there, actresses. Like, what's the problem? What? Why do you run your studio like a mob? I don't. That's how I kind <laughs> of oh see it. That's God. how I've been hearing it.
0: But damn, I um, love them. Don't, why don't you say Sorry. what you
2: think? Warner Brothers got to get on the fucking ball. Like, you keep messing up. Why wow, messing up? that that is, that is
0: get is, on the ball. Listen, I agree with you. I feel mm. your pain. Uh, Warner Brothers has dropped the ball the last couple of movies. Then again, we have to consider this is still the studio that made the Dark Knight. They are yes, still the absolutely. crown jewel. Absolutely. To me. As good as much as I prefer some of the the Marvel movies of late, I'm still a DC guy. I love the characters of DC more than I will ever love the characters of Marvel. That's I you know I grew up with Batman, and Superman, and and that shit. So I I want these movies to be good too. And I think that Warner Brothers realizes that that it has had a problem. Yeah. And they are trying Absolutely. to correct it. Matt, is, uh, Matt Reeves is a great step in the right direction. I That's think for the, the Batman. Movie. Right. You I were happy with think. that one, I, right?
2: I, I, oh my God, love him. Yeah, I so, want some more, like, any directors. I don't know, George Will Roberts, Darren Aronofsky, David Fincher, Aaron, uh, Ava DuVernay, I don't know.
0: Let, let, I, I, think, uh, I think if Ava DuVernay does a comic book movie, it will end up being f- for Marvel. Mm. Um, David Fincher yeah, yeah. is not interested in doing those movies. Darren Aronofsky mm-hmm. was. I don't know that he is anymore. Uh, you know, there, right. uh, when, you, when you have that much money on the line... That many right. more people have to yeah. make the decisions, so uh, you know I, I right. know what you're saying like there's too many cooks in the kitchen and a committee. Right. Whereas Marvel has Kevin, here. you know, and, and Kevin I is sort like of the figurehead for all this. But I don't know, it's it's a little bit more complicated than than the way you've painted it. But we do feel your pain,
2: right,
0: Simon? Yeah. Anything? To I add? love
2: Man of Steel. I love I love whatever the movie that came out. Do you know,
0: before, I, I, I really Knight. enjoyed
1: Man of Steel. I, you know,
0: I I went to see that like more yeah, than yeah, once. that's my movie. Yeah.
2: That's that that's my movie. I um, loved
0: Watchmen. That's still DC. Yeah, Watchmen was. Watchmen great.
2: Watchmen is my movie too. These yeah.
0: these these people, they're not evil, and they are trying. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, you know, <laughs> desperately hard. Uh, but yes, but I, I, I know I Suicide Squad to and Batman v Superman. I think that could be part of the
1: problem. Actually, the fact that they are good. trying so hard, I think they they might be over trying. Well, I'm telling you. I, and
2: also, I've yeah. been hearing other stuff like, I, I just I kind of think most so it's not even just it's not even just scripts it's more so you need a script doctor you need new producers you need some type of balance
0: listen the, the, something i i have heard similar things uh it's a, it's a tough culture it's a very it's a very corporate yeah. culture they're looking yeah. at a potential yeah. not you know they would yeah. call it a merger i think others would call it yeah. a takeover mm-hmm. uh you know if this time warner thing goes through so yeah. um I don't know, man. Like I, I, th- I see them trying to turn it around, but I completely understand where right. you're coming from. I just, I think that they are aware yeah. of the problem, and hopefully, with the success of Deadpool and the success of Logan, Warner oh, Brothers yeah. will feel empowered to experiment with uh, the tone of the material and yeah. maybe go with an R-rated movie. I think uh, once, once
1: once they get one of these solid ones under their belt, you know, obviously they've had them previously with 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 Nolan's Batman, but I think when they fo- they've got this new feat that they're finding, I think when they've got one of those solid, yeah. it would give them a bit more confidence to perhaps relax a little bit and let the blood flow. Right. Uh, the fingers. You yeah. know, I think it'll be fine.
0: I think uh, yeah. this led to a good conversation. So yeah. thank you for calling. Have a good weekend.
2: Hi, right, thank you. You're welcome.
0: Right. Thank you. Next caller. Hello. You're on Meet the Movie Press. Hello. Yes.
3: Hi. Hi. Um, I'm Ali from Washington D.C. Hey. Cool. Uh, and hey, and uh, I just wanted to ask. I don't know if we talked about it early in the show. Uh, but the disaster artist that just premiered at South by Southwest, yeah, I don't know what the, what is the studio is doing with it because I feel like they don't know how to uh, release it. They feel like I don't know.
0: <laughs> Poor Warner Brothers, so what's your take Jesus on it? Jesus Christ, <laughs> this, this is the whole show has been about fucking Warner Brothers. I'm gonna get an angry call. Um, <laughs> the disaster artist, I heard it went over really well at yeah. South by Southwest, yeah, very, I'm, very well. He, yeah, I'm told that, uh that the rumors about it being up for sale are very much accurate mm-hmm. that Warner Brothers just as it was described to me actually yesterday this is a niche movie mm-hmm. about a niche movie mm-hmm. <laughs> okay mm-hmm. um, it's it is a tricky sell for Warner Brothers it's tricky to market and is it worth it to put 30 or 40 million in marketing into you know a 10 million dollar movie i don't know exactly what it costs maybe mm-hmm. it was 20 but is it worth it to spend another 30 to 50 million on marketing um I don't know if you'll see someone like A24 or Neon or somebody come in and take this over. I would think I for me
1: I think um, A24 or STX would probably be the ones that might want to in jump and take at this that? on because I think it would be a really nice fit with their catalog so which asking, can be Right. you know they, there's a really nice again a lot of niche stuff but some stuff that's quite eclectic, interesting, has a certain audience and they previously with their marketing have nailed that kind of thing before. I could also see Sony Classics doing it perhaps taking it on.
0: Mm, that that would be a weird fit, but it they re- have picked up some weird comedy lately, yeah. um, like The Bronze or whatever. Uh, that's that's interesting, and obviously th- these guys have a relationship with Sony, Rogan mm. and, and Franco. Um, I don't know if I was STX, I'd be jumping at that. I, yeah. I, again, I, they they did they invited buyers to that South by screening to see how it played in the room. It yeah. played really well. Yeah. you have a variety writing fucking articles about how it could be an Oscar contender. So yeah, which I think I'm was dying a to bit- see this. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I thought that was a little yeah. bit jump, jump in the game. Me, I was a little like, little bit. what I was the like, fuck is this? That.
1: But, uh, but
0: I haven't seen it, so who knows? I mean, I, that, that and Baby Driver
1: were probably the films that, that most people got the buzz out of, you know, positive or negative coming yeah. out.
0: Um, right, but it's like, you, you know, Franco's playing Tommy Wiseau. He's a fucking yeah. weirdo. Like, uh, imagine the trailer. What is the trailer for this going to look like? I, I'm genuinely excited to see it. It's something that I think yeah, is going to no, be... Yeah, me know, too. It's going to have a... It's going to tickle me, I think. Yeah, I'm going to have a blast with it. And I really want to see... Uh, honestly, this is, this is a shocking confession. I've never seen The Room. I never saw The Room that the movie is chronicling the making wow. of. So I really need to see it. Well, let's take the next caller, though. Have yeah. a good weekend.
3: Thanks. You too.
0: Caller, you're on Meet the Movie Press. Hello. 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 Yes,
3: hi. We can hear you. Hey, great. How are you guys doing? Good. Uh, this is Rich from San Francisco.
0: Hey. What's up, Ranch? Rich?
2: Hey, got a question for you. Uh, with the success of Split kind of doing the backdoor, spoiler alert, uh, sequel to Unbreakable, yep. do you think that, that Sony could benefit by taking a movie like Life, where you have this alien um, kind of symbiotic creature taking on the crew of the space station and potentially coming back to Earth as another backdoor sequel for their potential or prequel to their potential Venom movie that they're releasing?
0: That would be wild if you're telling me life is a prequel to Venom. That would be wild. That would. Be I have wild. not. I did not see that coming. That would be genius. I would stand up and applaud Sony for well, that. Someone,
1: someone mentioned to me last week. Actually, it was, it was in the chat. Uh, someone but, floated the idea that no. It, go ahead. The, the thing it was could be a prequel to the thing. See, but, but, but I'm like, it's a, it's a different studio. I don't think. So, but it's not even that. That, would that, work. That,
0: that. That's what we're forgetting. This was not a Sony movie. This was a Paramount right. movie. Yeah. That that you know that Skydance was producing that Sony mm. ended up taking over it fell yeah. out of Paramount so that would be super weird for that to have ended up being a Venom movie but thank you for just throwing that idea out there it's kind of cool a, yeah it's not a <laughs> stupid idea by any stretch I like it.
2: I appreciate it, and Snyder, yeah. Team Patriots for the win, guy.
0: That's right, baby. <laughs> Big match today over on Collider Video against Josh the Wild Man the Cougar. Um, thank you for calling. I don't know if we have any Thanks. other calls. We we are at ten o'clock, so we're going to have to wrap up relatively soon. I don't know uh, if if you uh, if the engineer wants to put a uh, a clock. clock on us. I don't know if we get a few more minutes. That would be amazing. But uh, what else do we want to talk well, about, Simon? We, 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 well, we, t- ta- we touched on this briefly. Um, J D Dillon, to right, direct that's the, one the I was fly remake. Go to.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'm wondering whether this is going to be a remake of Cronenberg's The Fly, whether it's going to be a remake of the original The Fly, or whether we're going to see something else w- with this.
0: I suspect I suspect we are going to see something else. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's going to be a remake of the Eric Stoltz Fly Two. No. As much as I'd love to do, see that, do we want, to, we want to make this our last call? Let's okay. Let's let's take one more call. Okay. Uh, caller, you're on Meet the Movie Press. Hello.
1: Hello. Who's this?
2: (laughs) Hey. uh, So it's AJ from Jersey City. What's up? I'm one of the last ones calling for the day. Yeah. Uh, Okay. I had a question about uh, the Matrix reboot situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, I saw this come out, I guess, earlier in the week online, and I was just curious, is this... it, you know, I hate to bash Warner's the whole show again, but like, is this Warner's reaction to the R-rated Logan, and that they're moving in this direction?
0: R-rated Matrix would be awesome. Yeah, I, like that. That's how I would maybe even do it if I were them. Yeah, go along the sort of the John Wick, like Wolverine. Like the, we're gonna ta- decide. Roots, yeah, yeah, we're, we're not going to uh, experiment with the DCU. We're going to keep those at PG thirteen. But here's this Matrix thing. And what if we just made that like fucking super hardcore and badass? Well, to me, Suicide Squad. The I Matrix that was, was R. The Matrix was R, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, it's a hard yeah. R movie. Yeah, yeah. So, so then I assume that the reboot will be R, anyways. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I was like realizing like how many people get shot in the fucking head in this movie. <laughs> it's definitely R. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think I I think it would. You know, it's it. The it, it, films
1: like Logan, films like Deadpool, have shown that if you make a hard R rated action movie, you know, people it will audiences will still t- turn out. You just have to make a really good
0: movie. Yeah. Is it a reaction to Logan? I don't mm-hmm. know. No. I, it doesn't feel like that to no, me now. I think it's part of a trend. I, think I just don't think it's a reaction. Executives looking at the IP that the studio yeah. owns and being like, "Why are we not taking advantage of this?" Fucking, I'd go see the Ma- i go to the Matrix Land before I go to Harry Potter World. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I, I would <laughs> yeah, go to the Matrix fucking absolutely. theme park. That would be sick. Anyways, uh, back to the fly. Thank you for calling. Have a good weekend. Yeah, thank you. JD Dillard, right. have you seen Slight yet? I have not. It's really good. Sweet. I'm backing this guy, JD Dillard. Okay. I like this guy. He uh, was a former Bad Robot staffer. I have Mm -hmm. had a lot of friends who work at Bad Robot say JD's a great kid. Um, The kid, I'm I'm like he's like he's like my age. (laughs) Uh, Slight is really cool, and I'm glad that. You know they're going in a in a different direction with this i think that jd dillard and his co-writer are going to do something different with this uh we're being told to wrap up so we've got a couple of
1: minutes uh a a dragon tattoo sequel or reboot um apparently eyeing scarlett johansson or uh, natalie portman i'm not excited by either of those i would like to see something a bit more
0: creative when it comes to that role yeah if they did it i think it would be scarjo over natalie portman i I just cannot see natalie portman I just... Neither of those... But the point is is that Rooney Tunes is out. Yeah. (laughs) Rooney Mara. Uh, It'll be... That'll be a fun thing to to see. I know who they cast. Big movie this weekend. We've got to end on this. Right, we're going to end it with Beauty and the Beast. Beauty
1: and the Beast. I, I went to see it on Saturday. I absolutely loved it. I am confused, though, exactly what the gay moment is. Because most of the movie is pretty gay. <laughs> it's, it's very it's very campy. I, it's very flamboyant. I, I spoke to people afterwards, and I was like, what was the moment? And apparently there's one at the end. And I'm like, well, there could be a number at the end. It's great. It, I, I, I absolutely loved it. I mean, I love, I love the original. I love the musical. I love the stage play. Um, I think they've done an absolutely superb job with this. It's such a great movie. And if you're worried about taking kids to see it because of this gayness really you have nothing to worry about it is not well i
0: i, I mean there's nothing to worry about anyways strange. and movies can't be,
1: movies aren't homosexual yeah. um uh, it's a great it's seriously it's great Emma Watson has never been better this Dan did, Stevens this does is great seem as to, to fit her
0: well and yeah I've heard a Josh lot of good Gad stuff and about, Luke Evans about, about uh, Dan Stevens are
1: amazing um, box office is looking at uh, 16.3 million last night on previews um, 120 million plus this weekend looking at 200 220 over the, the worldwide weekend which is great which puts it above um, uh, Hunger Games and above Batman vs. Superman which is great which is the current two biggest ones um, it deserves every single penny that that film makes it is great on a $160 million budget plus the massive ad spend I think it's going to very easily make a load of money I could think this could be one of the first movies this year to get really really close
0: to a billion I think it's definitely going yeah. to hit a billion dollars yeah. very and, easily and very that'll quickly. do it
1: for our show
0: yeah. uh, Simon where can the good folks find uh, you? You can
1: find me on Twitter at ShowbizSimon, Instagram at ShowbizSimon and you can find me on Facebook my pages is This is Simon Thompson and Where'd I'm Jeff Snyder
0: uh, at The In Snyder on Twitter. You can find me over at The Tracking Board, tracking-board.com. Make sure to check out my Schmodown match against mm. Josh McCouga later today. Yeah. Thank you for watching the Popcorn Talk Network. Yes. Make sure to rate, comment, subscribe. And thank yeah. you to Blue Apron, yeah, exactly. our
1: sponsor. First three meals free, free shipping, blueapron.com slash
0: meet. Guys, meet the movie press. You just did it.